Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and Afar, only seen here out of indie music. Jimmy, we just had a Yo. great interview with the great Baby Doll. Thoughts of that interview, my yes. friend? Uh, was that was great. That's the you know not to sound like a uh, mark for myself, but why not? I'm definitely going to go back and enjoy watching that one. She's a great guest. She's an honest guest, and she should be in the Hall of Fame. I Period. Agree. Hashtag Baby Doll Hall of Fame 2024. And 
not to even make it a more special night, we were up against WrestleMania and did well. And now we're bringing in another pro wrestling legend, Eugene. Eugene has started his own podcast. The last time he was in studio, he looked at us and said, if these two fucking morons can do it, so can I. <laughs> Eugene, welcome aboard, my friend. Eugene. Hello, gentlemen. All, 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 all staffs ahead. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, before we get into some serious subjects, obviously we're just talking off air about WrestleMania, and I gave my dissatisfaction to what's going on. Huge Roman Reigns mm. fan, and on the business end of things, which, ladies and gentlemen, everybody knows, I am a great businessman, and you know, whether you like it or not, I do know business. It makes no sense to me to take the belt off of Roman Reigns, and they gave away everything. Like you said, well, Jimmy, you could share, then Eugene, you share. They're giving away everything already. It's like I'm pissed off. Go ahead, Jimmy, Eugene, have at it. As, as, a, as a Roman Reigns fan, of course you're pissed off. This is the guy you love, and uh, I'm sure you've enjoyed this incredible title reign. OK, um, like I was saying off air, the f I, I'm not thrilled when fans do the old hostile takeover thing. I never have been. I've never liked it. I've endured it with Daniel Bryan. And and at least with Daniel Bryan, I felt that there was something behind that. Uh, then I endured it with Kofi Kingston, which, which was absolute torture. That is not a world heavyweight champion. I don't give a crap if you like him or not or if you're rooting for the underdog. I don't give a crap. That's not world champion material. But. Daniel Bryan was about 10 years ago already. So this stuff, I've, I've grown accustomed to this. My whole point being, I don't think that it would make any sense, now that you've told me that The Rock has slapped uh, Cody in the, uh, in the face, I don't think that it would make any sense, nor would it make good television for the next two months, because I think we're about two months away from WrestleMania, to have fans taking over every goddamn show. Booing and booing and booing The Rock when The Rock is supposed to be playing a face. They weren't going to have it. And you know what? The WWE has learned from that mistake, so they've had The Rock turn heel for now. And then he'll do for the now. Mike Tyson role and turn on Roman at the at WrestleMania. Come on, stupid. Eugene. I don't know, man. It's always tough because WWE always seems to, no matter what they're given or what they do, in the end, they pull it out and they make it make sense. I, right. I, I don't know. With, with the big, big top angles like that, these guys got the best wrestling minds in the world all working on this, the best sports entertainment minds in the world. I honestly don't know what you do. Well, let me challenge you. Let me challenge both of you with this. And this isn't a knock on Cody Rhodes, so please. But this is a guy who couldn't carry AEW. You're going to take the belt off of the most relevant champion in this generation. Even Jimmy, you know, since you and me grew up with Bob Backlund, okay? Mm -hmm. And Hogan. Yeah. You're going to yeah. take the belt off of the highest grossing champion all time and risk your right. business on Cody Rhodes? Uh, I don't, again, I don't think that they're risking anything because I do agree with Eugene on one thing. And by the way, Mike, what's stupid, because you used the word stupid, what's stupid is not what could possibly happen. What's stupid is, is when fans won't let the scripts play out. 
Could you imagine in season five if they had done this with The Sopranos? And people were like, I don't like this. I don't like the ending. I don't like the beginning. I don't like to shut up and watch the show. Watch the show. What is wrong with you people? I feel empowered. I can decide who the world heavyweight champion is going to be. Great. Kofi Kingston. Congratulations. Thank God Lesnar squashed him. Give me a break. That's stupid. You know, is a, that's the problem here. To me, that's the problem. That's the biggest problem with all of this. All right. And I don't think Cody's going to be asked to carry anything. There's a lot of superstars nowadays. It's a different situation from when we grew up and one, one or two guys were at the very top and everybody knew it. That's not the case anymore. Now you have Seth Rollins, who could, who's world champion. Now you have CM Punk when he's healthy. He could be world champion tomorrow if he was healthy. You know, there's other guys. Drew McIntyre, is he really done winning world titles, whether we want him to be done or not? Probably not. He's probably going to win a world title again before all is said and done. There's a lot of guys to choose from now. I don't think they look at it as we must have that one great star, although I agree with you. Roman is that one great star. Understand, when they take that belt from Roman, it all ends that day. You never get it back. Eugene, go ahead. Why? Why does it all end if you take the belt off Roman? How does that hurt him? I don't think it does in the end. Who says he doesn't start up another great run, Mike? Wins the belt back and starts up another two-year run or something. It can happen, and it should happen, by the way. Whoever beats Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns should get revenge and should be champion again, no matter who they pick. That's just my take, Mike. Right on. Well, I'm in in the minority, I guess, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see, no, but I will be calling one. Eugene on your phone when the WWE stock drops by 14 points. Mike, I think you're the smart one, though, because you've backed Roman Reigns, and I've backed him, too, with you, but you've been the number one backer for Roman Reigns years ago when Since everybody... Since the beginning. Since the That's beginning. That's right. That's right. Me, too, but to a lesser extent, but, I mean, I always told people, you're out of your mind. That guy is the goods, right from the days of the Shield all the way through to the programs with Lesnar, to all these years as champion. This is an all-time great. Get used to it, folks. So, Eugene, considering what's happening in the wrestling world in real life, and we're going to get to that, you know, as a, a, a famous wrestler yourself, when you hear wrestling fans like us get all wired up because of this, do you laugh to yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's going know. through your head? Well, because none of us know what the intent of any segment on live WWE TV is, but we think we know what it was supposed to be and, and, and what happened. Who knows? These guys are the best in the world at, at steering the uh, the convers- conversation and, and the narrative of something that might or might not be actual reality. It's a good point. I don't know. No, it's a good point. And listen, man. You've been around it. You know it's involved. We don't. We're just fans. We just we try to treat it like we do regular sports, right? We're Jet fans. We throw things at our TV when the Jets yet blow another season <laughs> or the Yankees blow another Austin. season or on and on and on. So we kind of treat it like this. But I understand where a guy on the inside like yourself would be like, what are these 50-year-old guys getting all bent out of shape about? <laughs> And then again, Eugene, if we're right about the script, really, what's the point? It's not like you're winning money betting. You're guessing someone's writing ability, what they're going to choose to be the ending of something, right? 
And you're going to tune in next week to see what happens. <laughs> That's right. All right, before we get into it, I want to hit a news article. I want to see what you guys think about this. Alien-faced creature with about 200 legs discovered as a new species in Tanzia. On the mountain of Tanzia, an alien-faced creature walked along its countless legs. Suddenly, the ground underneath the animal seemed to give out as it fell into a trap. Scientists picked up their catch and discovered a new species. The new species is a prehistoric insect of the millipede species. Thoughts about that, Jimmy and Eugene, that we're still discovering new species of beings on the planet Earth in the year 2024, Jimmy? Uh, this question this question is just aimed for Eugene. Eugene, take this one, please. My Lord. <laughs> he knows that Sasquatch is still out there, so it's, it's no yeah. surprise that we're finding cryptids and beings like this all around the world. What's at the bottom of the ocean? We don't know. What's on the other side of the moon? We don't know. There are things out there that are being kept from us. And we need to know exactly what's going on. All right, well, here's something that's not being kept on us, and I'll ask you both the way in. Migrant crossings in the U.S. southern border reach a record high in December. Border Patrol has processed more migrants who have entered the U.S. <laughs> illegally in December than any other month in the agency's history. Um, U.S. Border Patrol agents took into custody more than 225,000 migrants who crossed the southern border in between official crossing during the first 27 days of December. Jimmy, Border Control. You keep a knocking and you, you keep a knocking and you can come in. You can come on in. Uh, it's a horror show. I'm sorry. You have no border. You have no security. You have no safety. That's all there is to it, you know. And from what I've seen nowadays, uh, I'm not sure what everybody thinks they're looking at, but everything's more expensive. Russia is acting up. Korea is acting up. And, uh, you know, come on in. Everything's fine. No jobs being created. I've never seen so many homeless people. But come on in. We're good. All good. Get a beer cup for this guy. He just he just got here. Get him a beer cup. Hit that keg. Eugene. I don't, I don't get it. Beer? Beer cup. The, the, the rumors are that coming in people coming in are getting a five thousand dollar gift card health insurance a plane ticket wherever they want to go what the hell i don't know how do you get a five thousand dollar gift card from the government what are you starting for that one well Oof. what changes need to happen in this country to, to to change this this i don't want to call it a travesty but it is let me ask you this. Better question, Eugene. Are you ready? If you're a religious person, morally, as another human being, how do you not allow people through your borders? But as a U.S. citizen, as Jimmy said, homelessness at its highest level, no jobs at its highest level. How do you let people into your country? Go ahead, Eugene. The way they're supposed to come in, fucking legally. Jesus Christ, there's a... Sign up right here. Come in legally. I think it's called what? Emma fucking Gration. But the worst part, did you see the video? I don't want to spread rumors because I don't know if this shit's true or not, but Patrick Bet David's uh, a podcast had the dude that's a, like a known terrorist on video telling some 
guy just recording him coming into the country that everybody's going to know his name. And what are we doing about that? What are we going to do, brother? Nothing. Doesn't I don't know. Like, doesn't, Hopefully some- doesn't sound like doesn't sound like too much. Doesn't sound like we're going to do too much about it. Hey, Mike, if I could steal this one from you. Eugene, who's our next president? I don't know, man. I, 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 I <laughs> Never know. heard of him. I want to know, but weird things could happen. Times are getting crazy. Who do you want to be the next president, Eugene? Oh. Oh. This ain't your usually podcast shoot interview, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I, I I don't necessarily I wouldn't vote for Joe Biden, but I don't hate Donald Trump, but he's goddamn divisive, and the country doesn't need that. So I don't know because mm. I feel like four more years or four years of, of Trump might not be the worst, but it might be the the, the opponents for him might go ape shit crazy, and it might happen the other way. Man, who knows? It's kind of like WrestleMania you 40. Who knows what's going to happen? And you're Jeez. afraid to make that decision. Pretty interesting. And we, got, and we, rock, we got the rock slapped in the face. <laughs> Let me. You, you, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, Eugene, everybody's aware of what's happening with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Who? Nope. Who? Okay. You know who? You know who? Sit still, but Eugene. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this a different way, and then me and Jimmy will go back and forth with you. You're a guy on the inside, very intelligent man. You understand the inner workings of the wrestling business. You've been around the greatest wrestling organization. You were a major star there. But let's open up with this. Should Brock Lesnar be cancel-cultured because he had text messages with a girl and did nothing with her. Never met her, did nothing. Should the world be canceling the great Brock Lesnar because of this? So, the Janelle Grant lawsuit had a couple texts, but there's now the federal criminal investigation and there might be other texts, and I don't want to think Brock participated or should be included in this. And maybe he could clear his name one day, but we don't want to know what what else might come out. I don't think, like I said, I don't think Brock is included in this. But for the WWE at least to be so stiff and immediately give him the Benoit treatment, it's like I I, I don't know. Are they just covering their ass now or? Is there something else coming out? Because they've known this has been coming out for a long time. So are you trying to say, or you're guessing, that they may know something more about Brock Lesnar, and that's why they're whacking it? Or do you think it's just another example of you're guilty till proven innocent? Mm. Mm. You don't know. I mean, this is a pretty serious charge. Sex trafficking is a pretty serious charge. I, I, I would hate that he would just be guilty by association. That might be the case. Or there might be something more. We don't know. When is it coming out? We need it now. This is, this is must-see effing TV. So let me ask you this. 
We all know, I don't have to repeat the 67-page thing, whatever. And I'm going to explain it to you this way, and then you either counteract it or you agree and you explain why, whichever way you go. A woman gets involved with a man. The man's a billionaire. The man, um, I don't... I won't go as far as saying is sexual deviant, but has a sexual taste that is not the normal of the human being. He morally does not do great things with this woman, but she agrees, takes money, participates, and then when doesn't, supposedly doesn't get paid, whacks out an NDA, which is a legal document, and Oh, off we go to the races, and Vic, Vince McMahon, with a lot of most people, want to string him at the, you know, the cross. What are your thoughts on this case and Janelle Grant? And you mentioned sex trafficking. I ask you, how is it sex trafficking when you have an active participant in this situation? Well, again, it's the information we don't know because I, I read through the 67, 68 page lawsuit, uh, a civil lawsuit, and there were some text messages back and forth, but there wasn't a whole lot of those. It talked about more about what went on. And when you talk about grooming, there was definite grooming behavior. And if this girl was in a bad place, you know, in, 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 her, in, in her head, in her life. And he came on at the right time, knowing that she was, you know, easy prey and preying upon her. All right, let me ask you this. You're bringing that, I mean, you're depends, bringing that up. She lived in the same apartment complex that the billionaire lived in. Is that true, right? Yeah. Okay. So financially, she had to be doing okay, I assume, if she was able to afford that, right? Her parents lived there. I don't know. Her parents passed away. Something about a bankruptcy. She was just lost her parents and was going to have to move out and had no job prospects. Can so a forty-year-old a 40 right? be groomed? What? Can a forty-year-old, a thirty-eight, forty-year-old, be groomed? Absolutely. Hmm. Give me more. Explain. Hmm. I don't. I don't understand. That's that's basic. God bless it. MK Ultra type behavior when you get someone at such a mental break that all of a sudden they're going to their minds going to shatter into different places and maybe they can see themselves doing something that they didn't for, before because maybe that's a different type person than they really are inside their head because their head is so smashed with uh, 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 pain and whatever else it is, mental health irregularities. It becomes very easy. So, so, so wouldn't you say that Vince McMahon is the master of manipulating people? I mean, you hear about those guys that would want to go in, I got a meeting with Vince and I'm going to tell him what I'm doing and he comes out and you're doing the exact opposite and you love it because he's talked you into it. Well, you met Vince McMahon. Did that happen to you? I, I never had any type, um, what I don't want to say, a transaction that was that was that that was that, you know, I just did my job. I was around him, but I, I didn't I, I didn't have an opportunity to get shit on, so I, I don't know. 
But if I did, if I did, I would want to be paid the full amount. Because the thing is, is this is a civil suit because he didn't pay. He cashes out what seven hundred million for TKO and can't pay her two million. Well, did you think at some point he caught wind that she was lawyering up and his lawyer said stop payment because she's going with uh, through with this anyway? I don't know. I didn't read that. But what I would assume was he quit paying and there was probably some back and forth between, hey, start paying again or we're going to file a lawsuit, I would assume. I would assume there's some kind of warning shot. Or Eugene, you worked you you worked with Vince for many many years, and I'm sure you've had conversations with him. So I'm just going to ask you, in your opinion, is, is Vince McMahon an evil person? And did you ever see anything in the past that made you raise your eyebrows and go, "What is this?" Man, there, there might have been times where it looked a little sketchy, but I think that I personally saw maybe maybe not. But the overall history that everybody has seen, I think there are things that, that, that we should look into, right? What the 19, Donahue, goddamn 1992, Vince is on Donahue for what? Deviant sexual practices being alleged. Fable sues, sues WWE for what? Sexual harassment being alleged. I mean, these were things that happened over and over and over well, and you, over. Eugene, and I, w- I want to make something clear. Vince McMahon was on Donahue for the sex ring boy scandal where employees are said workers for his company were participating in something supposedly with younger girls and being the owner of the uh, younger young boys that supposedly obviously Vince is in charge of the company and 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 he should be held responsible for that. But I don't want to construe the point that we're putting Vince McMahon as being involved with the Ring Boy scandal. Did he know? I don't know. But was he actively working? Well, hold, on, hold on. But that was the contention back then was, you know, what did he know? I didn't know anything. Okay. But then similar scandals happen over and over and over again. And now we've got somewhere between, what, four and five NDAs over the past 10 to 15 to 20 years making 20 million dollars or what you know is this this is behavior going on I, like i thought it the first time when it first came out when it first broke the hush money first broke like why did he why did he pay for them to be quiet because what would he care if he had an affair i mean i i don't know but then i started thinking he had to be doing some pretty devious stuff to make them pay money not to talk about it and so now i think it's i think it's starting to come out the beginning of of uh, Janelle Grant's lawsuit, it says that she's filing the lawsuit for herself and for the other victims that are afraid to come forward. Sex trafficking is a prison-worthy offense. She's coming forward ben? for the other girls. You think we're going to see she's Ben coming forward? What? I'm, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is that she's coming forward for the other girls. Is, did she share any of the million dollars she was given so far with those other girls? I'm just curious. But that's just me thinking out loud for a change. Well, I assume all those girls got NDAs, or at least the group that, that signed the NDAs, you know, I, I don't know. That there, maybe there is more. Because remember, remember the Royal Rumble and uh, remember the tanning bed incident? Do you remember that? Do you remember the tanning bed incident? Remember Vince was tanning, and he, and he wanted the tanning bed girl to take a picture of him. 
and she took the picture, and then afterwards he shut the door. Like when she was supposed to clean the thing. You guys remember that story? Yeah, we do. Yep. And, like supposedly, allegedly, groped this young tanning bed girl that was cleaning the tanning bed, but then then nothing ever came of it. Again, behavior that we see that repetitively happens over and over again. So this is so what you're trying to say. This is a proven behavior, and now it's. But couldn't this be a sexual behavior? Meaning, like, you ask, why have a woman sign an NDA? If you're a billionaire who's running a major corporation, it's not a good look if they know you're having sex with your wrestlers or other women in wedlock, and not to mention, and I don't mean to be an asshole here, but, you know, what if the women say he has a small penis? Does he want to hear that? There could be a million different things. And... If he does have the propensity to want to take a shit on someone, that is not normal behavior, at least not in my world. Who am I to say what's normal? He's a 70-some-odd-year-old man. How do we know that was on purpose? You know. That's true. That is true. That's true. He could have had White Castle or something. I shouldn't say this. Uh, That's terrible. Well, yeah, he's got a point, though, and Eugene's laughing, so I didn't do that bad. Oh, my God. Eugene, we're so immature. You're immature, Eugene. You stop laughing like that. Unbelievable. The the big problem I'm having here, Eugene, is this. You said, girl's down and out. She lost her parents. She does have the wherewithal, though, to meet with Vince McMahon under the owner of the building's recommendation. So she got some clarity there. She works it out with McMahon, takes a job which she's not qualified for. So she was able to get past all her misery and pain there. Decides to have sex because he's kind of coerced her, but still was able to recover to make sure that she collected a new BMW and a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's where I have an issue with this whole thing. Well, is that fair, Eugene? Is that fair, Eugene, for someone to feel that way? Because, you know, there's validity to that. Well, because, but, but here's the thing is, the lawsuit is because he didn't pay her $2 million that he contractually said he would pay her. So what, mm-hmm. what's the issue with all that other stuff? Who cares if she if she collects it? She, he, he didn't pay her. She's alleging that, that, that he, he sexually trafficked her. And who knows? I mean, that needs to come out for sure. Mm-hmm. Let, me ask, the, let me ask you this. You said someone yep. needs to go to prison. If it comes out that it's proven that he wasn't sex trafficking her, should she be punished and go to jail? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I've, I've never bragged about being a lawyer. I've never lied about it more than once. Do you feel I'm, that I'm, accu- I'm, Do you feel... Eugene, what, do you what, feel happens, that... what happens in the civil suit? If she wins, then that says that Vince McMahon did sex trafficking. If he pleads, if he works a deal, he can still work a deal beforehand, right? But now, why didn't he do that before? Why didn't he just pay her? Because now she's got punitive damages. You can't tell me that woman's reputation is not ruined. I agree. The question is, why did he stop paying her? It really doesn't make any sense. 
doesn't. Jimmy, you going to ask something? Yeah, I was going to ask, do you think that the accuser in society ever has any comeuppance if they're proven to be liars? What 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 is it about that anybody not well maybe not in this case but I'm just saying you see it a lot where somebody throws out an accusation and somebody's reputation is heavily damaged and there's usually a payout because I believe that big companies don't want the bad press I think that that happens often with big companies that there is a payout whether they did something wrong or not it's a bad look so they pay to make it go away whether they're guilty of it or not they don't want the bad press where is the accountability for the accuser when the accuser is proven to be full of shit? That's my question to you. I, I, I can get it if it's a big business. Yeah, they, they don't want to be bothered and they just chalk it off as a lawsuit. But a single billionaire that gets these accusations thrown at him, I, I don't understand why, you know, I, I, I don't know. How about this one? I guess oh, go ahead. Go a ahead, business. Jimmy. Uh, I can understand selling a business, you know, going after that type tap, that type tactics, but going after a billionaire when she's already when he's already told her that he has uh, uh, lawyers on speed dial that can make problems go away. Why, why would she bring that towards him unless something deviant happened, and then he didn't pay her because of it? You would be pissed too if someone said, "All right, all this shit we've been through, I'm gonna pay you three million dollars. Don't worry, I'm still gonna continue to take care of you." And then also they quit taking care of you. Well, thankfully you we'll have. You know what, Jimmy? Well, Jimmy, Eugene's we'll have right. Process. Eugene's right, Jimmy. We yeah. got to sue Intuitive. <laughs> you really, you really want to open up that can of worms right no, now? Not you on really this show. Not on this show. I didn't, I didn't think so. Eugene, you look great. Next. <laughs> Good lord. Eugene, fantastic. John Laurinaitis has now taken the cheese and he's gone out to say not only was Janelle Grant taken by McManson, Jimmy calls him now. Yep, Vince Um, McManson. He made me do it. But not only that, he's now admitting that um, the company knew about the rape of Ashley Massaro in Kuwait. Um, and then, you know, justice for Ashley is uh, the chant. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Johnny said that? Johnny said yep. that. And he said yes, that the did. WWE knew about this rape and did nothing about it. Oh, so wow, how do you feel get... about... Yeah, how do you feel um, about mind control? Laura Knight is claiming mind control, and now he's admitting to having knowledge of a crime. Any thoughts on uh, Mr. Laura Knight and his... Uh... Big piece of cheese, that rat. Well, I, I think that the uh, I'm a victim plea was going to fall on deaf ears, but the but but the, the Ashley, you know, um, coming forward still an allegation, I guess. Oh man, wow. Is there any other information is, 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 that you know? Dead? Say that again. I'm sorry. Is there- other information that Johnny knows in the back of his head to try to get himself out of trouble now. Since well, I, I'm, fire- I'm sure more is going to come out, Eugene, but I want to stick on Ashley for a little bit. Uh, because I know that, you, that's you, go story, ahead. right? What's that? I mean, it, it, I, I don't know how much it's been out, but it, it had been rumored that something had happened. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there at the time, so I don't know. I wasn't even with the company at all. But Right. 
something, you know, there's rumors that something, you know, bad happened and maybe it was covered up. Mm. Mike, Mike, I, I, I got to I... ask him this. I, I, I got to ask him this, Mike, forgive me. But uh, you said something interesting. You said that John Laurinaitis' uh, claims of being a victim here will be swept under the rug. Is that because he's a man? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I, how are you going to say that I'm a victim of, of Vince making me have sex when I was alone in my hotel room and had the girl come over to my hotel room to have sex with me? Can't say you're a victim. Yep. Now, if he was showing up and Vince was there and they're putting the chains on and putting the whips and the ball in the mouth, you know, maybe you might have a case for that. But, hey, come on to my apartment, come on to my hotel. Right. <laughs> and then make fun of the girl in front of all the office people. What kind of dick does that? Well, he's notorious, you know. Pe pecker power. Let me let me ask you this. John Laurinaitis, the man, yeah. right? You you knew him, I'm assuming, or know him. What do you feel about him turning on Vince McMahon like this? Well, it just makes me it makes me think of other things like they could have held a united front together and fought this thing together. But how much bad, you know, how much worse is it going to get? What is the next, you know, if all of a sudden he, he, if he's already playing the Ashley Masario death card, what's next? You know what I mean? Because that seems like a big story, a big issue, a big, you know, investigation in itself. Is there something bigger? There's something more to come, man. I'm, I, I I hate to see the carnage that's going to come out of this, but God bless. I'm 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 attached to the story. Well, let me ask you this, Eugene. Now that he's brought out the Ashley Massaro situation, how much more? How many more lives is John Laurinaitis going to ruin? Right? Because, look, let's be honest. If if all this stuff was going on. There's people who knew about it. Maybe they were doing stuff. Who else is going to get ripped apart and have their lives torn apart over this? One of those NDAs, at least one of them was signed in 2006. So is this just behavior going on every day in the headquarters with somebody? Where was Bruce Pritchard? Has Bruce Pritchard talked about this? Where the fuck was he? Hmm. What's your what's your thoughts on John Laurinaitis? I don't I don't want to think Howard Finkel was involved in this either. Good lord, good lord. What so, what, what is your overall what is your overall opinion of John Laurinaitis from what you know of him? Your own personal opinion on what you know of John Laurinaitis? What would you say about him? So I always used to say that he was uh, at least for me, you know, he he was a stiff boss, but he was. Firm. I knew where I stood. Everybody, at least I thought, knew, knew knew where they stood. But then, as you hear more creepy stories about him insinuating from from the first time he meets a female wrestler about you know just this sexual grooming and building and and co coercive behavior, it just it changes your opinion on people. You know, so he's got his day in court. So maybe maybe it will come out that he didn't. Uh, That the allegations don't fully stand, I don't know. But I didn't hate the guy. 
but he was a boss that like I, I would I would sneak in uh, you know in another room when he was when he was going around you know. But is that how you is that how you steered clear? It seems like you were able to steer clear of a lot of uh, bad stuff during your career. Was it just that you had a good sense of when not to be around certain people and you just steered clear of them, or? No, I, I steered more towards the uh, more more towards the pharmaceuticals and just passed out and missed a lot of it. <laughs> now that's a good idea. <laughs> I, you know what? I probably would have been right there with you, lying there with the drool running down on the carpet. I'm I'm with you. Okay, that you works. Know, that's safe, Jimmy. I want to stay on yeah. the Ashley Massaro thing a little bit. Yeah, please, please, Eugene. Considering what Laurinaitis has brought out, and the company didn't do anything for Ashley, do you think people should go to jail? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that led to Ashley's eventual suicide? And if so, do you think anybody that knew about this and didn't do a thing about it should spend some time in jail? I met Ashley. I didn't know her very well. But I would assume that there were multiple instances that probably led to what happened. Now, if somebody knew about it, I mean, but, but, but what do you do? You go to HR, you tell HR that it happened? You go to the police? Well, but if it, was, if it happened on the, uh, I guess you would still go to the police, but if it happened on the, the military base in Kuwait, you know? Supposedly there was an investigation. What happened with that investigation in the in the military? Well, in, in, according to Laura Nitus, they met with her and asked her to be quiet and she would be taken care of. Oh, fuck. That's a horrible deal. What does that mean? I guess yeah. nothing in the end of it, right? Because she lost her life. Yeah. In the midst of this whole thing, I have to ask you this question. Donna Barber's asking... Eugene, what are your thoughts of OVW's comeback? What? Man, they're bumbling and stumbling and thumping and grinning and dialing and hanging and banging down there. Um, they got a whole bunch of good talent down there. They got a bunch of good trainers, and I think the storylines are just starting to peak. I hope people follow them and check in. I got to tell you, one of the big stars down there that I think is going to be a big star is uh, is Katie. Um, God, I, now I'm having an old man idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? Katie? Yeah, good God. Better, it better not be Katie Vick. That thing did not work no. out. Is it Katie Gannon? Yes, Katie Gannon. Thank you. Look at Abe. Look at you, Abe. Abe's You're a the pro man. wrestling expert. What do you think of Katie He's a Gannon? Pro wrestling expert. Phenomenal. Five stars. She's got the look, right? The look. Eugene, what does it say about the culture inside a wrestling locker room when, when something like that happens to Ashley Massaro and, and nobody feels that they can really do anything? What does that say about the culture inside a locker room? I mean, is it any different in, the, in a regular office? I would, I would say so. So what makes people so afraid to say anything? If they see something uh, going on, man, I, I don't know because it's hard to think. I was there around that time, but you know, how many people really knew? And did she come out and tell more people later? 
And did she suffer effects much later? Because by that point, most of the people in the current locker room would probably know who she was, but really didn't know her. You know, it's a weird thing where the where, where the the talent that gets that gets thrown away, you know, still has to deal with all the goods and bads of, of being in WWE. And if there's something illegal that happened, I don't know. I think that's it's been known over the criminal investigation. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been known over the years that the Undertaker has been the Derek Jeter of that locker room. He's been the leader all these years. Is it is it possible then? I mean, you know, with with all the things you hear and all the cover ups and stuff, is it possible that a locker room leader like the Undertaker sometimes has to handle the locker room to make sure everybody does stay quiet? I would assume that if he's the top of the food chain in the locker room, he's Vince's number one guy to the to the roster where does this leave a guy like the undertaker who's so beloved i know this is blasphemous to dare ask a question like this but where does the undertaker fall into all of this if he's been that leader of the locker room for decades now what's his right i feel like the locker room and the guys that are on tour are almost in a bubble because most of the stuff that vince did was with the executives or people that he knew in connecticut you know, how many people knew about the Ashley deal? Did the whole locker room know about it? I'm going to guess no. Was it a few key people in the office? So the locker room is going to be going to the next town to the next night in a bubble and everybody's together. And if something mm-hmm. illegal to that extent happens, I'm sure it would get around to everybody. Uh, if, you know, uh, if, if, if more than one person knew. But I want to go hmm. back to something you said before, right? is that nope. this this particular situation happened and then you start going into the past and you see all these other things Vince did and led to it. So I'll ask you this. The wrestlers throughout this this historical run with the WWE, San Martino, Superstar Graham knew about the ring boy issues. Um, you know, wrestlers knew what Vince was doing. Why do the wrestlers, like you said, hey, does anyone really know you're working in the locker room? If you're hearing the rumor and this is your family, at what point is the wrestler culpable for not standing up for their fellow human being and stop being the independent contractor? As guilty as some people people seem to think Vince is, aren't the wrestlers who worked for him as an independent contractor also culpable in this? I think that is a similar notion, not the same, but the similar notion to why does the abused or battered person stick around with the person that is abusing them? You know, everybody, well, I felt like a lot of the guys that wanted to get into WWE previous generations were wrestling fans that wanted to be a WWE superstar, wanted to have the action figure, wanted to be that that famous person. You know, there might be different athletes or performers or actors now that, that are trying it, or maybe it's the same thing. But you, you got that carrot for the same reason that, you know, the locker room's not unionized, for the same reason that we can't stand up and, and or the locker room doesn't stand up and, and get the amount of money that it should, although I think they're making more money now. I don't know. It's, it's, a, 
it's a niche business that has elements of years past and, and, and future as well. I don't know if that answered the question, but maybe. No, no, it does. And I understand it. It's, it's very easy for me to say, you know, you wanted this career. You wanted to be a wrestler. You reached the pinnacle of it. For me to say, why didn't you stand up for someone when, you, you know, you got your whole life ahead of you. And, you know, sometimes it's easier, like you said, take a couple of pills, become comatose, or turn a blonde eye. I get it. But on the morality factor and what we are talking about here, if you take the sex trafficking out of it, okay, and I'm not saying it should be because we don't know if it's sex trafficking, but if it's, if it's a relationship between two consenting adults, no matter how grotesque it may be to someone, this is now a morality issue where I say to the wrestler, where's your morals for your fellow human being? I don't know. You asking a question? I mean, if you're involved in that, if you're partaking in that, then I think I think I think you're on that that that, that moral razor's edge right there. But if you're hearing stories of it secondhand, and you know maybe somebody's talking about that they did that, are you really culpable at that point? I mean, if they're doing something illegal, highly illegal, feloniously illegal, you should say something. Right. But. If it's a locker room and a dude bragging about a woman, I mean, come on. I mean, at, at what point, at what point are you going to get up and go, "Hey, you, get your damn hands off her," or something to that effect? I don't know. Mm. I think these are all case by case basis, very specific and unique case by case basis that everybody wants to blow up and say it should always be done this way because this one little specific unique case by case basis this happened. Because I don't know how many times that we're ever going to have a billionaire CEO of a wrestling, you know, tycoon shit on a woman's head. I don't know when that's going to happen again. So I'll ask you this: We opened up about Brock Lesnar, right? And we don't know his involvement. Like you said, maybe the WWRTKO said, you know what? We're not even messing with this. Ax him. He's done. The Benoit treatment is what you used. Would it be fair to say in your mind, and I'm not asking you to name wrestlers, but wouldn't you think other wrestlers throughout the years, if Vince McMahon was doing all this, knew about what he was doing, like Brock Lesnar? I don't know because I think, there would have been more rumors from other top guys. I don't know. Was this, was this the one particular woman that made Vince act that way? Was this behavior that Vince just started because he got to a certain age? I mean, I, I think as the lawsuit goes forward and as the, the, the federal uh, uh, lawsuit investigation, pardon me, the federal investigation, federal criminal investigation, you know, goes forward is if we find out, we can find out exactly what was going on. You know, how long has it been going on? Who knew? But, you know, some of the things that were that were claimed in the lawsuit that, that Vince and Johnny are holding this woman down and making her do stuff she doesn't want to do, I don't know how you prove that or disprove that. But by him not paying her $2 million and all this shit coming out, he's going to have to pay a lot more punitive damages. So I I don't know. And, and how, can you make somebody culpable in the office because they hear two people having sex in the other office? I don't know. I mean, someone's screaming, help me, please, Jesus Christ, I need your help. Come in here. Maybe that's one thing. 
Maybe she was saying that. I don't know. Mm. Here's uh, off, on topic, but off a little bit of a question. We've, we heard that he had all the uh, the marital aids that he nicknamed after wrestlers. Do you think he ordered those online or he actually went to the porn store and bought those? Or did he have a stooge go to the porn store and buy those? And who do you think the stooge was walking in? Do you think he was going, yeah, have you got a King Kong Bundy back there? <laughs> Look at Jimmy. Jimmy, you're taking this serious, bro. I don't I don't think he sent Patterson. <laughs> he probably sent Laurenitis. He probably sent Laurenitis. I need a Kamala. Oh my god. Sit still. Um you've obviously worked many, many jeez, look at Eugene, he's dying over there. Sorry, bro. Uh you've obviously outside of the WWE worked many independent cards, worked through, you know, many different promoters and stuff like that. Can you dispel a, myth, a little bit of a myth for me? A lot of people, you know, of course, Vince is the, you know, the public figure and, and, and the billionaire and has the biggest wrestling company. He's the target. We get all of that. But what about the shadiness in the indies themselves, other territories? Is it is it all squeaky clean? Because you would think that the mark who writes in on the computer, only evil seems to occur under Vince's watch and in Vince's company. Is is the indie territories nice and safe and wholesome, or is there plenty of shady shit going on there? I don't necessarily think that the indies are 100% safe and wholesome, and there might be some shady stuff going on, but it's just okay. it's a complete it's a complete different animal, you know. For me. On the Indies, there's no stress. You know, it's it's been the greatest ride of my life. It's been fun. Um, I've I've not been paid on just one or two occasions, but eventually got paid for it. So I've never really been screwed over, and I don't feel like mm -hmm. anybody was ever out to physically hurt me. Although I'm not going to say WWE, but I'm going to say it seems like when people get to a certain height of notoriety, of stardom, of financial success. Of business success, there there comes some downfall that is like pure evil. You got to think, you know. I mean, are those are those people the ones that do it? Deal with the devil, and then when it all comes crashing down, everybody goes, "Oh yeah, I saw that coming." Hey Eugene, did I tell you so? I got to tell you something. Nope. John Cena is following us on Monty and the Pharaoh. Just so you know, so right. My time is now. Pretty big deal, right? There you go. <laughs> hey, so Eugene, really, I do enjoy your candidness. The last question I have for you, in the end result, on a personal basis, do you want to see Vince McMahon fry or you just want to see what the truth is? I want to see what the truth is. But if he has committed prison-worthy crimes and offenses, then yes. We need to see Vince McMahon in the orange jumpsuit out there picking up trash, you know, putting it in the bag. God damn it, you know. And if it's and if it's not proven, <laughs> sir, what do you want to happen to Janelle Grant? Hmm. Be paid, in, in the least. And you can't tell me that that, that she's not going to get awarded punitive damages. So if if she takes this thing to civil trial, I don't see how she's not going to win. And in the lawsuit is 
is sex trafficking, which is a federal offense. So if if, if he takes this into trial and loses, that and I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not. I never claimed to be a lawyer. Darren. I'm not Matlock. I don't know. But what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Do you think there will be a trial? Why wouldn't he just pay the two million and not risk the the behavior that he was supposed to pay it for anyway? And now that she files the lawsuit, now it all comes out. So why are you gonna settle now? Okay, fair enough. Good point. Fair enough. Eugene, can you promote your podcast, please, for the fans out there, so they can like and subscribe? Yeah, I just started a new one. It's called Eugene Behind the Scenes. It's on YouTube. Eugene Behind the Scenes, man. And I'm talking about all kinds. I'm taking the gloves off, damn it. I'm down here in the Florida Beach home, just hanging and banging, thugging and bugging. And on YouTube is Eugene Behind the Scenes. Check us out. Give us a subscribe. All that shit. And send some questions in. You know, you know the drill. All right, man. Well, we're big fans of yours. And again, thank you for coming on. Um, you're such a great performer for us through the years, and you're a great man after the years. And thanks again, and we wish you best of luck, my friend. Thank you, guys. It's been great. Can't wait to come back. All right, brother. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you, brother. All right, Jimmy. Two great interviews. After you heard all of this, has your mind changed in a bit? Nope. Nope. I'm still waiting for due process. How how immature of me to uh, draw conclusions before those conclusions are legally drawn. So, no, it hasn't changed. But I will say this much about Eugene. Thank God Hulk Hogan came out to save him from Davari. That's all oh, I got to say. Dude, I don't even remember that. I got to be honest. With are you. you kidding me? That was a huge pop for Hogan. How could you not remember that? <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, it was great. Can we also make another rule on the channel? Yeah, what's that? If you make a joke and you think it's good, yeah. you can only use it one more time. You can't use it every window. I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about in general. Yeah. You yeah. can't use it okay. every chance you get. No, you got to be organic and fresh, like right off the response. Like, you know, you got to keep coming up with different stuff. Or you know? otherwise, you tell the joke and, or it otherwise it's over a rerun. and you bring it back three months later, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to let it like, yeah, you don't, you don't beat it to death. If that's what you're getting at, that's not a good idea. No, you, you understand. No, this, is a, a this is like a learning tree. I'm trying to, to guide the young Jedi's on like how to behave <laughs> properly. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Here's the thing on this whole thing, man, before we go. Yeah. Like I said last week, Vince McMahon has mm-hmm. always been my hero on the business world. Right. Uh, the way he took care of himself, a bodybuilder. I love wrestling. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I hope. Look, what people do in the bedroom is what people do in the bedroom. It may not be my flavor. Yeah. It may not be your flavor, whatever. As long as they're two right. consenting right. adults. Right. I hope that Vince has enough to back that this girl was. Um, was an active participant and i disagree with eugene if eugene is is proven if eugene if if vince has to pay he won't have to pay right unless they blame him for breaking an nda which may not be the case because i believe 
no lawyer in their right mind would say, Vince, stop paying the money. Right? Right. It's already sent right. through his accountant. Right. It's not like he just stops it. So something must have right. been going on that made him stop paying. Okay? So that... someone broke the NDA. If Vince broke it, he's mm-hmm. going to have to pay. If she broke it, what's right. going to happen is if he's proven innocent – She'll be able to go write a book. She'll never be put in jail, which is unfair. She'll never have to pay him back, which is unfair. She'll go write a book and a movie and make tens of billions of dollars off of this, right? Right. And I'm hoping, as him being a hero of mine, look, I honestly believe what Baby Doll said. I think at a point when you become so rich and powerful, like Mm -hmm. um, Weinstein in, in Hollywood, you just think you're yeah. impervious to anything, and you think you can do right. anything, and you could treat right. people anyway. And right. that's probably – look, we'll never be there, right? It's too late for us to be that billionaire unless we hit the lottery. Um, oh, yeah? Sit yeah. still, Monty. I'm just hoping <laughs> that Vince didn't ruin his legacy at 70-something right. years old to be right. with a – Okay-looking thirty-nine-year-old. Well, well, understand this: to those who hate Vince McMahon, and have hated him way before this particular scenario, his legacy will always be what it is to them. Shit. Okay. As far as we go, I want to see due process, and then I'll formulate a final opinion on Vince McMahon. But I got to be honest: I don't think it's going to be one where I feel like he's the worst human being that ever walked the planet, and I'm not going to watch the WWE anymore. It's not going to be that for me. And you know, so it's, basically, it's, funny, it's so funny you said that because I was going to ask you if he's found guilty and he even goes in that proverbial orange jumpsuit, how right. are you going to feel about Vince McMahon after that? Uh, I don't see Vince going into the orange jumpsuit, and I—I I mean, you've—you've you've heard me say it before. I really feel that we're what we're looking at. It's not the same. But once upon a time, there was Joe Paterno, who was the head of a college that he was the king of for half a century. And bad shit happened, and he left in shame, and he faded away quickly and passed away. I I feel like Vince is going – I don't know how long Vince is going to live. Vince has got a pretty strong constitution from what I can tell. And even if he lives another 10 years, it's going to fade away. It won't be the news of the day anymore because this is the society we live in. Something will replace it in the headlines, and Vince will fade away. Those who always hated him will continue to hate him, and those who were fans of his will remember the good stuff he brought to the sport and not obsess over what his bedroom craziness was or anything else he did. I don't know the man, and honestly, I don't care. But that's me. You know, Jimmy, I always respect everything you say. You you think things with a clear conscience. You you don't have an agenda, and I do appreciate that. And uh, I know I was tough on the Monty and the family, uh, Monty and the Farrow family today about a few things, but I love them all. I respect them all. I respect their opinions. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. They're smart guys. They, they know what it's all about. I, but I will say this, and I do mean this. I know I wrote you a couple of days ago, and I said I figured it out that The Rock was going to be special referee, and in the end he was going to screw Cody over, and Cody was going to lose, and Roman mm-hmm. would make it to SummerSlam yeah. to beat Hogan. Considering right. The Rock has now already shown his colors, and I understand you explained it, and you're right. This means curtains for Roman Reigns, and I will tell you this, and I mean this wholeheartedly. 
After yeah. WrestleMania 40, if they take that belt and put it around Cody over Roman Reigns, I will no longer watch wrestling. And I really mean that. Because I'm so dead set against this. You got Roman so close to beating Hogan to take it away at WrestleMania because fans made you change your mind. It doesn't settle well with me at all. Yeah. Well, I still feel that even if Roman does drop the belt to Cody, Roman will have another reign. He will win that belt back one way or the other. He will get it back. And I would tend to think, because I don't see him retiring anyone, I would tend to think that this won't be a footnote. Not not at all. This was a legendary run, whether it continues or not. And I think that he could easily have the belt around his waist within six months after after he drops it. He'll probably want to take a rest, you know. But this I'll is, probably where, I, but this is where I disagree with you and Eugene. The second title run means nothing. Like, he's already etched already. It's like, it's over. You only have this window. And again, the WWE doesn't need my money anyway. But all I'm saying is, I'm trying to tell wrestling fans out there, once the chase is over with Cody Rhodes, these same fans who are booing Rocky will be booing Cody like they did in AEW in three months. And that, I guarantee Right. And you know what? You do have a point, though, as far as this is the run. Okay, we know that Hogan held the WWE F whatever title six times, I believe, or whatever it was. But we all think about 1984 to 1988. True or false? True. You know what I'm saying? True. When it comes to Bruno San Martino, and yes, I'm going there. We all first and foremost think about 1963 to 1971. Yeah, 73 through 77 was amazing, but it was that night that Koloff snapped that eight-year thing. You know, I mean, it's it's the first run, if you're a true legend, which Roman has become, is the most memorable run. And I could see why you cherish this run and want to protect it. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. Nothing. Well, with that, Jimmy, want to do another show next week? Absolutely. We've it's got nice Miss, and warm here. We've Why got not? Missy Beefcake and Brutus Beefcake in studio. Oh, um, special oh time, boy, I think, is 7 o'clock, and then we have our regular 9 o'clock show. Um, we'll delve more into well, you know what, you know what's gonna, You know what's going to follow that, though, Mike? Don't you know? What's After that? we do that interview? Come on, what's think that? about it. Mike, <laughs> you got to take that interview down. What are you Mike. doing? What are you doing? What are you trying to do to me? Hey, you know, Jimmy, I got to ask you this now that we're, we're, we're talking about it. I know I want, we got to yeah. go, but I, I got to ask this. A couple of years ago, right? Remember the guest Angel Amoroso? I keep trying to forget, but go ahead. So to refresh your memory, Angel worked in the original ECW when it was Eastern championship mm-hmm. wrestling okay yeah um under yeah. todd gordon right todd is god yard says the hammer the hammer um the hammer. angel told many stories right and one was about dominic danucci when she was 13 years old her sister was in was training to be a wrestler at like 17 angel was 13 and if i have the story wrong you have a better memory than me but she was training right. with Dominic Danucci, and allegedly right. came the famous line, Dominic Danucci pulled out his wee-wee and said, "Right." what did he say? He said, suck on my dick. <laughs> exactly. 
So you said, the, according uh, to Angel. Again, yeah. this is right. alleged, right? Right. And right. the same people who, on the Monty the Pharaoh channel, oh, who, God. What are you doing? who are being Vince McMahon <laughs> haters, and, and, and they're so disgusted, right? interviewed, oh, said Dominic DiNucci, after they heard this, and not right. once asked him that question and challenged him, and two, treating him like he was a god. Now, why do people get special treatment and other people don't? Explain that to me before we go. Well, I think you're, you're, you're pointing out a very, very, very good point. You see, here's the bottom line. If you're going to go after one who did wrong, you should not ignore the other who did wrong. Because wrong is wrong. Right. Right. Maria Davis goes... She was weird, Angel. Yeah, Maria. She was. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Where's my video girl? I'll never talk to you again. That's all right. Tommy likes this. What are you going to do? You can't win them all. You can't win them all. It is oh what it is. Oh, my God. Classic moments on Monty the Pharaoh, dude. We could... Absolutely. Could always look back when Absolutely. we're 80 years old, if we're lucky enough to live that long, put on YouTube Gosh. and whatever and watch this stuff 80. and go, hey, I wonder me, if Yard Ape is still around. Let me see if Yard Ape's still around. <laughs> <laughs> there he is! There he is! Wait! W-O! There we go! Why not? By the May way, in the famous quotes of the great Dominic DiNucci, Suck him on dick. Suck him on dick. <laughs> what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. Send us out, dick, Jimmy. <laughs> Send us out. You've been watching Monty and the Pharaoh. And until next time, do the right thing. Wrong is wrong. Later.